welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to land in John chapter 16, verses 4 through 15 one more time. If you've been following with us, you know that that was the text of our previous devotion. And once in a while, after I stop the recording from a devotion, a few more things come into my mind that I wish I would have touched on. In the case of this text in the previous devotion, I didn't have time to touch on. And so we're going to touch on them briefly here today. Before we jump into this, I want to thank the family leader for being our 2023 Daily Dose Devotion sponsor. You can learn more about the family leader in the announcements at the end of this devotion. And as always, thank you to the family leader for their support. So I want to bring up two things that are in this text that I didn't mention in our previous devotion, but that are tied closely together and I think are pretty important to bring out, especially in light of the culture that we're living in today, where the notion of truth is anathema. And where even in Christian circles, we get this view of Christ that is softer and wimpier than who Christ really was. And I'm going to start with the one that comes second chronologically in the text, and then we'll do the one that comes earlier next. Of course, this whole text is talking about the work of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will come after Christ dies and resurrects and leaves the earth. His ministry here will be done, and he will be followed by the Holy Spirit, a third member of the Trinity, the Holy Spirit being fully God. And actually, in the text, Jesus tells his disciples that it is to your advantage that I go away, because the Holy Spirit is going to be in all believers. The Holy Spirit isn't going to be limited to one place or one time like Jesus is during his earthly ministry. And Jesus says in verse 13, when the spirit of truth comes, there's that word truth, he will guide you into all truth. Now to me, this is interesting. Jesus doesn't say when the spirit of love comes, he will guide you in all love. He doesn't say when the spirit of grace comes, he will guide you in all grace. He doesn't say when the spirit of warm fuzzies comes, he will guide you in all warm fuzzies. He doesn't say when the spirit of unity comes, he will guide you in all unity. No, he says when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you in all truth. And we're living in America right now in what some have described as a post Christian culture. Actually, that's true probably of Western civilization. I might go so far to say that we're living in an anti-Christian culture. Now, some have suggested that this is as bad as it's ever been, and I don't think that's true. You can even read in the Bible here in the first century. I mean, it was a mess for the people of God who had faith in Christ. I don't think we're living in the worst times for Christianity that have ever been. I do think we're living in the most hostile environment for Christians in America, maybe in the entirety of Western civilization. And much of the hostility that has risen up against Christianity is a hostility toward the idea that there is truth. The idea that there are some things that are in alignment with reality, ideas, belief systems, and there are things that are out of alignment with reality, ideas or belief systems that are false. The truth claims of Christianity and of the Bible have always been unpopular. After all, this is the world where the ruler of this world is Satan, and Satan has, by sin, infiltrated the hearts and minds of every person who's ever been born. We've been stained with the sin of Adam. We've been influenced by satanic forces. And so, of course, truth will be unpopular. But boy, it's real unpopular today 
even within the realm of people and institutions that call themselves Christian. It's really something. But Jesus isn't trying to water down this message. He is interested in truth, and the spirit of truth is going to come and lead people and guide people into all the truth, which will certainly be controversial. In a couple chapters, we're going to be in John 18, where Jesus is talking with Pontius Pilate just before he's crucified. And this is what Jesus says in part to Pontius Pilate. For this purpose I was born, and for this purpose I have come into the world. If we were to hit pause right there and ask you the question, what do you think Jesus is going to follow that introduction with? For this purpose I was born, and for this purpose I have come into the world. Is it to save people from their sins? That's not what he says. It's true. It is what he does, but that's not what he says. Is it to spread love and compassion and unity among all peoples? That's not what he says either. Does he say the purpose he was born and the purpose he came into the world was to die for people's sins and rise again? No, that's not what he says, even though that is one of the things that he does. Here's what he says. For this purpose I was born, and for this purpose I have come into the world, to bear witness to the truth. So in Jesus' mind, in this text that we look at today, as well as that one in verse 18, as well as the entirety of the biblical narrative, the priority that God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit are putting on truth, which is divisive, which is not popular, is very, very high. The second thing I want to draw out of this text that I didn't in the previous devotion that ties to what I just got done saying is up in verse 8. Jesus says that when the Spirit comes, he will convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment. Now, those are three words that just aren't going to win you a lot of popularity contests. They're not going to play well on Twitter. You're going to even have some Christian people say, can we use different language than that? They might say, I wish Jesus would have said that when the Spirit comes, he'll convict the world concerning love and compassion and unity. Or faith, generic faith, of course, and grace and positivity. But that's not what Jesus said the Spirit is coming to do. The Spirit is coming to convict about sin. That is not a happy word. Or righteousness, which is also not a happy word when you understand it the way that it's being used here. That is to remind the world that there is a perfect standard that they fall short of. Or judgment. The notion that if you are sinful and you do fall short of God's righteous standard, you will be judged. Anyway, I wanted to come on here and spend just a little more time in this text to remind us Jesus is not a wimp. Jesus is not trying to sugarcoat things that will be hard for Christians to embrace and live out. Jesus is not trying to soften the message. Neither should we. Come back for more next time. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great day. This is The Daily Dose, a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe on Apple, Google, or Spotify Podcasts or download the free Christian Crusaders app and share with a friend. Also, prayerfully consider supporting our ministry at ChristianCrusaders.org, where you can find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast airing on stations around the world since 1936, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our Daily Dose sponsor, The Family Leader. God designed three social institutions, the family, the church, and government. At The Family Leader, they are bringing all three together, honoring God and blessing our neighbors. Learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com. We also want to highlight another special ministry partner, the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Check out conference videos and schedule of events online at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. Thank you for listening and may God richly bless you.